Welcome back. We're back from hiatus with the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Guy English. Hello. And Mr. John Moltz. Hi there. And we're here to talk about Arrow, the most recent episode titled Enticingly, The Offer. And it's been, what, we've been like three weeks, three weeks off, I think? I think so, yeah. Have you got, everyone's Seems longer. (laughs) Not long enough for some people. (laughs) We're five years on the island. Yeah, I've been on an island. (laughs) I've been on an island for three weeks. I can't be held responsible for my actions. Um, is, is anyone going to try and, as we always do, fail to give a brief recap of this episode? <laughs> An extended recap. I'm trying to fix your turn. Recap. John, is it my turn? Oh, God. I, should, I can oh, barely man. remember the, the sequence. Well, I, I mean, the nut, the nut of this, this episode is basically Oliver trying to decide if he's going to accept uh, Ross Ghoul's I say Ross. I know. Good I know enough. everybody started the new. The new pronunciation is Raish, right? Well, I think they go back and forth. They call him like don't yeah. they call him Roz on the show, which to me just sounds like wasn't there a character on Frasier named Roz? That's yeah. all I can think of. <laughs> Could just be Ross. I have to. You know what? I should look up. I'm the, just gonna start spelling it like that. R O Z. I did take a year of Arabic. I should look it up and see how it actually should be pronounced. Wow. Just look did it, you? Look at yeah, the, I did. Look at this guy. I did. Wow! Holy moly! Fancy pants. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Right. My pants are super fancy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he got out of that year some really fancy pants um those, those genie pants they're all puffy <laughs> hammer pants that's all i wear hammer um so it revolves about uh, around him uh trying to decide if he's going to accept his offer to his very kind offer to take over the league of assassins as they are known in uh the arrow universe and uh subplot is Quentin is still angry, very, very angry at so many people. <laughs> and um, the Thea is also very angry, still very, very angry at Merlin. But what happens is they get released. So Oliver is offered, made this offer, and uh, he said he, uh, but uh, Raish says, no, no strings attached, no pressure. You don't want it, just go. So Oliver up and leaves. But he goes back to Starling City, and you can tell he's still thinking about it. And eventually what happens is he gets gets out and starts solving some crimes, busting some bad guys, and he decides, nah, it's not for me. Yeah, not not unlike uh, the Ghostbusters. Bustin' makes him feel good. That's right. <laughs> and he, all he needs is a is an is an aeromobile. Right. <laughs> and so, he uh and it's a just anyway, we'll talk about that. Talk about the Felicity stuff later, but uh, she has some good scenes in this one. And and uh, eventually, it turns out that uh, Rosh does not take does not take no for an answer, even though Rosh has said that he would take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprise! The guy who heads up the League of Assassins lies. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I was kind of surprised by that because he's usually pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. In so all of the seems. previous dealings, he's like, "I am going to kill you," and like. And this you is know, the way it's going to go down. Yeah. Right. Word, yeah. right? So I this, think John this seemed a little bit. I think John's covered yeah. the high notes. So let's let it. Let's yeah. start right. off by talking about. I think the the uh, the workplace that I think OSHA would have some trouble with, which is the League of Assassins. For, seriously, first question: How much easier would they have made it on themselves if they just stuck to League of Shadows? Because <laughs> they could right. have been like shadows. Like shadows aren't good. Shadows aren't bad. You know. Like we just. Right. You know. Yeah. That's it. But League of if Assassins, I, I feel like, is bad PR. Well, if I remember correctly, Shadows is only in the Dark Knight movies. Is it? I thought I that is that what there. Think they're ever called shadows in the comics? Okay, so there's a little more on the comics. There. So maybe I missed it, but yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. But yeah, League of Assassins. I mean, so there's one scene, which I'm sure we'll get to, where uh, uh, Roz is talking to uh, Ollie, and um, he specifically calls it the League. Like, Ollie says, like, oh, well, it's called the League of Assassins for a reason, and uh, Roz says, like, well, the reason would be yours. But he just keeps calling it the League. Yeah. He doesn't actually call it the League of Assassins. Well, there's probably be a translation some, problem. Yeah, there, there probably is some yeah. fancy name for it, right? Yeah, right. like I have a feeling that they don't... They don't I, call themselves the League of Assassins. Yeah, right. They are, called, the they are called by others the League of Assassins. Yeah. They don't have like I think a... They're just, like, he, you don't walk it's, into Nenda Parbat and there's like a big sign out front like, Welcome to the home of the League of Assassins. <laughs> right. All their letterhead just says the League. Yeah, they, they don't have like cool t-shirts that have like a little logo with the League of Assassins. So just yeah. FYI, they, um, in, I think the League of Shadows is, you're right, primarily the Christopher Nolan. But they yeah. also call in the Batman animated series, they're apparently called the Society of Shadows. Oh, cool. This <laughs> is a lot, a lot. These a guys lot can't pick a name. <laughs> That's funny because Shadow Society would be better. But <laughs> and they're kicking themselves yeah. now. Oh, yeah. why yeah. did I think of Shadow Society? Oh, yeah. I'm sure Boost Tim is like, um, crying. They have bad, they have bad branding. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. We, so we learn a couple interesting things right at the beginning here. One, we basically get the, the forthright admission that Rachel Ghoul is, if not immortal, uh, basically ha- had his life magically prolonged yep. by what apparently is the the Lazarus Pit. Yep, they flat yep. out for the first time on this show, at least, uh, go with some magic. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we get like a or whatever it is. Yeah, Oliver. We get a moment from Oliver where he seems a little jaded by this, right? And like, granted, he's seen a lot <laughs> of stuff, but I yeah. feel like maybe there's something. In his, you know, because Rach is like, oh, yeah, I'm really old. And this pits, this, you know, this hot tub has been keeping me alive for a while. And, and Oliver's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, and he sure. seems like, well, he, you're, you seem pretty jaded about this. And so I'm wondering if that means there's yeah, more Ra- stuff. Yeah, seems a little bummed out. He's like, yeah, he's I, was totally, right. I was totally trying to impress this you with this. my coolest toy. Um, check, but, out, check out my Lazarus pit, man, huh? How about that, huh? Uh, and Oliver's like, yeah, been there, yeah, done that. Cool. So yeah. I wonder if that suggests, and, you know, we'll get into it in a second, also one of the, the only really interesting thing that happens in the flashback this week but we might get into a, a idea here that there's other stuff in ollie's missing five years that uh maybe he's seen some other stuff in there yeah that might you get expand the, you get the feeling view. that the miracle soldier was the tip not, of the iceberg yeah yeah not the end of crazy stuff that happened you know yeah right. so um yeah so he's so, only got he's only got like two and a half more years on the island right yeah, something like yeah, that. He's, running yeah. he's, halfway, he's halfway through his island, his quote island time, even though much of it is in Hong Kong. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so yeah, so continuing with the the whole League of Assassins thing, I think you're right that it is interesting that he Rachel Gould doesn't take no for an answer, and so he he sets up this thing right because he's setting up like a prophecy. So he goes with this whole like very mystical sort of angle like right he plays up the mysticality of it where he's like oh your city will turn on you you can't have the woman you love <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's in fact him most of it is like a he's got like he seems like he's probably got good spies right and b he's not unwilling to sort of give things a nudge in the direction that he's <laughs> that he's yes. uh, uh, prophesied a very direct nudge at the end well so wait there's two things i want to touch on there uh First of all, he admits that he that uh, Rachel Ghoul is uh, a title, a, a, a title, yeah. it's a position, yeah. and he uh, recounts that he um, took the title from somebody previously. Yeah, 
Which is funny. So that's a, it's a little bit of both, right? Because yeah. we were talking about whether or not it was going to be just a title that's handed down from person to person, or if it's going to be like, oh, Lazarus Pit has kept him alive for so long. And it's actually both. Right. Yeah, well, and I think like that a, you get a two for one on that. Yeah. It does a nice yeah. sidestep of the fact that this is an actor who has been cast who clearly does not necessarily mesh up with the traditional view of Rachel Ghoul in that I think he's like Australian. Um, and yeah. so, you know, you can all, sort of, all the bad guys, yeah, all the bad this guys, show has so many <laughs> so, oh God, we know where he's going to end up guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we know what happens to all Australians on this show. Um, so we, we get to sidestep the fact that like, okay, yeah, he might be of a Western origin, but he is also, you know, he, it's a, it's a position, not his yeah. title. Um, and I think. What's interesting that so can we theorize a little bit like what was this guy's name before he took the title? It's like because it's worth like uh yeah I'm um I'm Jim I'm Jim <laughs> the head lot. of the League of Bob, Assassins Bob Anderson Bob, Bob Anderson, Anderson from Assassins. accounting. <laughs> um, I have a lot of questions about this. Oh, start scene. please. You know, well shoot. because I don't know about you, but Ollie handled that job interview incredibly poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about interview tactics. <laughs> well, you know, like, you know, like an interview is, and, and this is actually honest to God advice. Uh, you should be interviewing the, the employer as much as they're interviewing you, right? Like you want to figure out right. if you want to work there. Um, right. Sure. sure. Seriously. And Ollie just doesn't do that. But he's got all of the opportunity in the world to learn pretty much anything he wants about the League of Assassins. Now, from an intelligence perspective, that's also a really good point. That if just, right, just from Rachel Gould. Like, they're sitting there having dinner. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Kick back, have a glass of wine, and be like, so who's the old guy? I, I, how did you take the position? I like, you like... want me to do this? How was your transition no, no, period? The move, the move. Did, did you have a hard time convincing the troops to go along with your new vision? The best move for Ollie here is like, so, what would you say your greatest weakness is? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I care too much. I, think, I, I push no, myself too hard. No, it's like I've got a vulnerable spot right on my chest. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, pile that yeah. one away for later. <laughs> I'm too invested in the pursuit of justice. <laughs> um, but it just seems like a bad idea. Like, even, yeah, A, from an intelligence perspective, B, from just, like, why would you not ask everything you possibly could? Yeah. While Raish is basically trying to be Yeah, he sort, of, he sort of plays like sullen... Yeah, he, well, he he pulls an ollie and he's like, yeah, yeah right. like, and he just walks <laughs> spent out. Five years like, on, spent five years on an island. It's like, if you don't want to be with me, here are your buddies. You can go. I'd be like, okay, can they get like a shower and like something to eat, and we can keep talking about this? It is like a it just weird. seems like the natural. Like, even if you're not really interested, why would you blow that? opportunity off like anyway well yeah. I, that's not the only time ollie pulls an ollie in this episode because when he comes back with malcolm and, and diggle and everybody's like how the hell did you get out of that one he's like no i don't want to talk about it yeah, <laughs> yeah i know it's like really it's like there's, I, there's too many gimmies in this episode for me i just yeah. feel like there's there's you have to take so much for granted that yeah. it's a it's a weird i'm, a, I'm okay bridging. with him not wanting to talk about the island like in previous seasons because yeah sure yeah that seems I wouldn't want to talk about some weird, crazy stuff that happened to me. Like, yeah, I, I would be so. You, you don't. You, know? you don't want to talk about that weird, crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff that happened. And, to I, you. and I don't. And I have. I've spent about five days on that island, <laughs> <laughs> and I went. I went rabid with rage. I, I just. I totally lost it. But well, um, we're we're but getting like, an insight again to the whole alienation thing for him, right? I think that's what they're yeah. shooting for. I agree with you guys that it feels a little bit too petulant, child. Rather than him feeling more like, and we saw in the past a couple episodes where he's like, I don't really know how I fit into the team anymore. Yeah. But in this case, it's totally self-imposed. Yeah, agreed. I don't understand yeah. why he yeah. wouldn't be like, 
Rachel Go wanted me to be Rachel Go. There's like, so many weird. This season has so many weird like turnover of. I mean, so you know, there's all this thing about oh my gosh, Rachel Gould is going to come get us, and then they go, and then no, Rachel Gould is going to offer us a job, and then you come back, and then oh no, Rachel Gould is really going to get us. <laughs> well, it's going to get him in an interesting way, but whatever. We're, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. So, and I guess I, you know, as far as this plot line goes with him, and you know, he really is. He seems to be. I don't. Do you feel like he seriously considers this offer? Like, because he does spend some time thinking about it, and he talks to Diggle. And do you, but do you believe that he is actually considering it, or do you think this is just sort of a defense tactic where it's like, well, nobody no, here I, likes me. I'm going to go join Rachel <laughs> Ghoul. No, I think, I think he's. Could, I think he's thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, don't you? I mean, it seems. I don't. I don't have any reason to not think that he's to think that he was not actually considering it. I think he's earnest in all of the. Like we see him talk to Diggle and Felicity about mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think he's earnest about it. Uh, you know, he's certainly wearing his heart on his sleeve in those scenes, like a yeah. little too much like Ollie style, but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he, he seems, seems pretty serious. Um, I think the, th- the capper was when, uh, Rachel Ghoul tells him that like, it doesn't have to be League of Assassins. Like <laughs> you're going to, you're going to be the boss. They're going to do what you say. Yeah, you could be like the yeah. the league of like fixing stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, that goes back to me being the, like, just the ask league more of questions. Soup. Like, just ask questions of this guy. Like, but but he doesn't. But well, and I, you yeah. know, I, I I wish they had played up that attractiveness a little more for him to be yeah. able to be like, look, you could just turn this into like you know the, the like secret shadowy police force because like yeah. there's an interesting duality there where that's both really attractive and also super creepy because you were basically the secret police at that point we're like oh yeah, yeah. we're just gonna take the law into our own hands because we're above the law yeah um, i think the pacing of this episode was a little bit wrong I it's a lot felt like they had to yeah have some, like it, it it starts in the like in uh nanda parbat and then we get basically villain of the week kind of thing after yeah I would be yeah. cool with just like a bottle episode, just it, him and Rachel Gould talking to each other. Yeah, I think the problem is they felt like they needed to get from A, where he gets the job offer, to B, where Rachel Gould has like basically decided to undermine him. And yeah. they, the way they did that is not perhaps the best, because I agree with you that the whole villain of the week thing feels like a weak motivation. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the one, thing it, it, the one thing it does is it sets up some nice scenes with him and Felicity. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. That's true. There's, there's I actually I really like I really liked her in this in this episode because she is there supporting him and telling him, you know, like, no, you've I mean, you've done some amazing stuff and, you know, everything you've done here has been good. Don't be so hard on yourself. And at the same time, she's not like I mean, she's involved with ray so it's not like she's doing it i just felt a because. little bad for ray in this episode because like that scene they have later on with her and ollie where yeah, you know yeah, she's like yeah. oh you're one of my best friends like you know you're sitting there being like man i would not want to be ray palmer walking in on this because clearly i mean <laughs> clearly that relationship is not over right yeah no i, wanna, no, I mean you true, need but... a, an entire felicity segment basically <laughs> to go to go alongside a diggle segment that's um, true <laughs> Um, I was going to say uh, the, the one one random thing, which I think I saw in uh, Monty Ashley, uh, who's on The Incomparable, does the some uh, previously TV recaps of Arrow. And I was flipping through his for this episode. And he points out a thing which I think we've talked about before, which is like, how far is Nanda Parbat really? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, yeah. they mention. So I went and looked because I was curious. And they mentioned in the episode where they go there that it's in the Hindu Kush. 
which yeah. is an actual location yeah. in right. uh, like Pakistan and Afghanistan. That's pretty far. Even if they've got like the Argus jet, you know, right. that's like a serious, that's probably what, like at least a 12, 14 hour yeah. flight or something. Well, yeah. And yeah, at one is, point, uh, Nissa goes, Nissa goes back to have like a five minute conversation, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a not even five minute conversation with him. And, and then she's back. back like the next minute. Yeah. And, 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 and if you notice, she walks out of the arrow cave the wrong way. Yeah, well, as far as we know, there's there another door, but she walks off stage right. Like it's just like that's because she's that's because she's League of Assassins. She, yeah, have their own like, she can go out where there are no it's doors. Just, the League of Assassins yeah. has its own door into the lair. But then, that's I mean, like clear. you know, and, and we're also you know, I mean, I think to some degree they should be recognizing they have to deal with the stuff that's been in the Batman movie because you know it takes Bruce Wayne like you know seemingly forever to walk up the hill. You know, it's not like there's an airport, an airstrip right yeah. next to. I think the, it's, I mean, like... All right next to Nanda Parbat. The yeah. idea is that you it, t- it takes some time to get there. No, no, it's NDP well, is the three-code airport abbreviation for <laughs> Nanda Parbat. Everyone, everyone knows that. Yeah. I think... So TV kind of makes it a little bit more obvious, but um, the key to comic book writing is that your hero is only ever as powerful as you need him to be at any given time. Like, you know, yeah. Superman needs to take a beat down, he'll take a beat down. Uh, right. And if Ollie needs to get to Nanda Parbat in five minutes, <laughs> he'll, he'll get there. It's fine. Apparently. Like, you have to suspend a little bit of... Well, how long do you, you want to yeah. spend? When you have 40 minutes a week, you don't want to spend like right. five minutes it's, of that. Like, this is a scene with Diglin and Ollie on a plane. <laughs> it's well, okay. It's, it's a little that, I mean, ridiculous. We, at one point, we see them as they're leaving... Um, oh, uh, Madripoor. Not Madripoor. The Madripoor? The, the no, Madripoor's... Uh, the, the Fancy Pants Island where... Um, Malcolm trains. Oh, uh, Corto Maltese. Thank Corto Maltese, yeah. yeah. Madripoor is a thing at Marvel. Madripoor is anyway, Marvel, Maltese. isn't it? But yeah. you see them in the airport, which is Yeah, that's funny. true. That is true. They, you yeah. do see them. But only because in that scene they need a They time need for a Thea coffee to, burning scene. And, and yeah. Thea needs yeah. to come in. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I think the, uh, yeah, the, the, um, the back and forth, it's it's kind of a, like a budgetary and time requirement. I yeah, understand. Just, right. Just, but right. it does make the pacing sometimes weird because people do seem to like go back and forth pretty quick. Yeah, um, and we talked sense. about this in a previous episode of the island too, where people just jump over to the island for like ten minutes to drop off prisoners or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Nissa should have just picked up the phone and called Dad, but they can't. They can't have. <laughs> yeah, they can't have a phone. They can't have a phone there. So you, know. <laughs> you would do. You would do like hologram scenes if this was sci-fi. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a right. Star Wars right. Kind of, so yeah. speaking of speaking of Nissa though. I I think that, you know, a big chunk of this episode, I think we could uh, kind of put under, not to be too reductive, but the Daddy Issues episode, <laughs> because both <laughs> Nissa and Rachel Ghoul and Laurel and Quentin, and there's, a, there's a lot going on there with fathers and daughters. And Thea is. And Thea and Malcolm, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thea and Malcolm providing my favorite line of the entire episode, I need to go get my evil dad some soup. Yeah. Uh, which made me laugh. <laughs> I Great delivery, by the way, on Will, from yeah. Willa Holland on that one. That was, it's just yeah. such yeah. a deadpan resigned, like, oh, God, we got I just love John Barrowman. He's great. And how beat up did he look? Like, he had, like one of his eyes was sagging. Yeah, yeah, which is funny because they call, I think when he was first introduced, he's called, like, the handsome man or something like that. And he's anything but in this episode. I also love that Ollie and Thea have this whole discussion about how evil he is with him lying there. With him sitting right there, yeah. Knowing yeah. that he's awake. They're just yeah. like, we're just going to ignore you and talk about you right here. Yeah, like at one point he just sits up and there's no way <laughs> Ollie didn't notice that he oh, sat up. Like. I, I think he knows he's awake when he comes in. I just think they don't care. No, they don't. They yeah. Don't care. yeah. Um, well, Thea I mean, Ollie's tried to kill him and he really... I, 
It's a I weird don't, don't family dynamic there. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, is he taking care of him just because he's Thea's dad, or is he taking care of him because, in a lot of ways, like he's been part of his life through Tommy for like a long time? I think it's probably part Tommy, part Thea, and part just like he feels kind of responsible for him, and he because he's not yeah. a killer, right? We know, you know, well, Ollie, yeah. not anymore. Well, but, Ollie, yeah. I think is trying to sort of turn over a new leaf, and I don't think he would just leave him on the street. That said, it is a little weird that he sloughs him off on Thea. <laughs> given yeah. given his like, where, like annoyance where else could I take him? It's like uh, put him in a know. hotel, dude. You, yeah, your hotel, your secret arrogance. <laughs> the league is. They're not trying him. to kill him anymore. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. The league isn't after him anymore. Just whatever, you know. Like let him be. No, but, except not, supposedly none of them have any money. I guess. I mean, Malcolm, well, they have enough money Malcolm has money. Yeah, actually, Malcolm's the only one who has maybe, any money. <laughs> maybe that's the reason. <laughs> because Thea's apartment. Get your own damn apartment. Isn't Thea's apartment finance my arrows? Yeah. Isn't Thea's apartment paid for by Malcolm? Don't we learn yeah. that in the yeah. previous episode? Yeah. So. Which is a beautiful apartment, by it the way. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah. speaking and of there's the, always uh, two fires burning. Always. <laughs> in <laughs> wet fireplaces. That giant mountain covered in snow is right next to Starling City. This is That's true. true. Yeah. So, um, so speaking of Thea, we have two scenes, two major scenes with Thea where she, one, where she tries to convince Nissa to kill her. And Nissa doesn't buy it, which is interesting. Yeah, I like um, Nissa. I like Nissa too, and yeah. I feel like she's going to stick around for a while. Although, um, but so you know, but in this particular scene, I'm like Nissa, you know, decides like, oh, you're totally lying to me. I don't, I just don't believe it. And then like Roy and Laurel come in and try to you know beat her up and don't do a very good job, which is yeah. as it should be. I think we'd all agree. And basically, they only yeah. win because Roy manages to get his hand on like a tranquilizer gun. Yeah, that was classic comic book stuff where it's like misunderstanding between two effectively heroes yeah and then fight and like like you know i don't know wolverine versus the hulk like <laughs> you probably both want the same thing in the end but we're gonna make you fight for an entire issue just because that's cool um but yeah she first of all laurel just runs at her with a fist which is kind of funny and awesome and she just gets taken out uh yeah Roy does a decent job, yep. but he's he's outmatched. Yeah, like the choreography that they do in this show is pretty good. I think this has some of the the better action on on TV. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Like you can tell who's outclassing yeah. who. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, watching this week's Agents of Shield. That and one actually was, has some pretty good fight scenes. I thought it's not nearly as good as this, though. No, yeah. no, it's nowhere near. Like this tells yeah. a story. Like the char- like you can tell the relative competence of the characters just by yeah. watching right. a fight scene, and it's brief, and it it gets to the point. And Roy does get lucky and he uses a weapon that was just happened to be lying around yeah I, I think he's lucky it was a track gun rather than an actual gun but i don't know that he would have stopped if it yeah. hadn't been right yeah, yeah. And I, it seems like- he, I don't think he would have either that's it but the other funny thing is and the awesome thing and why i like her a lot is uh nissa puts down her sword yeah she takes a punch yeah. she puts down her sword on the table and then fights them because she doesn't want to <laughs> cho- she doesn't want to chop them into pieces she just wants <laughs> to stop the fight right right yeah, so we get some that nice scene with Thea. We also get the scene with Thea where she like Malcolm tries to like goad her, her into killing him, or they mm-hmm. have that weird, you know, sort of where she's got a knife in her. Hand. I thought that was shot yeah. really well, by the way, because yeah. he says like, "Show me the knife." I'm like, "What the?" Hell? For a second, I thought it was like, "Oh my god, is that like the hypnotic tri- trigger phrase or something?" And it's just like, "No, she's actually <laughs> holding a knife." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's <laughs> creepy and weird." Yeah, um, but, but I. I, I uh, Always admire how competent Merlin is. Yes. He just always knows what's going on. He's, I mean, he can walk into the arrow cave at will. 
he's he's good. Like he just knows what's up. Uh, and even later in the show, he says that um, he admits to Oliver that he that he tried to get Thea to kill him, and it's his version of being a supportive dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're like, okay, you're crazy, but I kind of. I kind of well, admire that. Like, and he's also yeah. got like a, he's also kind of looking out for Oliver, right? Because he tells him yeah. in that scene at the end of that conversation they have too that Rachel Ghoul doesn't take no for an answer, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's so, sort of like, heads up, you're yeah. going to get screwed. My theory, and I, I, it's probably not true, but, but I have a feeling that uh, somehow Thea did not kill Sarah. You think that was all. I, that was I, all BS. Faked. Yeah, because as they're recounting the story in the background, we see um, Merlin in the foreground, looking really concerned about what he's done. Uh, I don't. I, I think it's just subterfuge in some weird way. Yeah, I. Well, it's because uh, I don't. I wouldn't be. Too, I, I wouldn't be too surprised about that either. I don't because it seems it does. I mean, the whole thing seems kind of ridiculous. At the beginning. Yes, it seems <laughs> on the weird face and of silly it. You know, and just yeah. But, yeah. And I don't. I honestly don't think Merlin would do that to her. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's interesting because we're talking about this and, and to sort of bring in some outside knowledge. You know, we the the CW is working on this spinoff, this team yeah. up show, right? Which supposedly Katie Lotz is involved in, although nobody has said who she's playing. And so there's a question there of well, but yeah. if it weren't for the fact that I mean, we saw her body, right? Like, I guess we have the Lazarus Pit. We've got like open the door to right. science and magic and crazy stuff that could bring someone back from from the from the dead. Yeah. Um, well, and they buried her. Like, right, but like right. you know, if they yeah. buried her and then like Malcolm like snuck over and like dug her out later or something for some weird reason, why I don't know, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Um, and plus, that makes this whole unless he's like, I mean, if his goal was really just to kill Rachel Ghoul, basically, like he wants to dethrone Rachel Ghoul. That seems yeah. like his major, his major concern because he's being looked for even before this, as we discussed, I think, in a yeah. previous episode. Uh, Rachel Ghoul's really pissed off at him about the Undertaking, so he's all just trying to sort of eliminate this threat. Yeah, and it doesn't like seem. What, what if the uh, yeah? I mean, what if the yeah. whole thing? What if the whole thing is a setup for um, Malcolm trying to become Rachel Ghoul? Yeah, that would be interesting. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would that would uh, that would kind of make them. <laughs> that would kind of maybe explain some things that are not. <laughs> yeah, because I do think currently so they, well explained. Yeah. I don't even know. You know, I trying mean, to use Oliver because he would you know realize that Oliver wouldn't accept eventually and trying to use oliver to you know trying to set up that that argument and yeah back I mean, oliver to kill to kill the current racial goal so that he could become racial goal yeah i mean not to be too on the notes but oliver is kind of you, you can you he's can fire him like an arrow right yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, good. he's pretty oh. predictable like yeah i know it's i know yeah. Well, and we have you, the can, added, you can hate me forever, but I'm, I'm sticking with that metaphor. We have the I mean, added you can, side you can effect. point him at something and shoot, and he will just go right, at it like, right. a, like a rabbit dog. And like we get the added yeah. side effect from this that because of uh, Raish offering the job to to Oliver, Nissa gets pissed off that she, who was yeah. presumably in line uh, to be the next Rachel Ghoul, yeah. is no longer in the running. So I take so Nissa seems to think that her relationship with Sarah is what has soured her possibility of becoming. Um, the the next Rishal Ghul. Mm-hmm. I kind of take Rishal Ghul's word for it that uh, it's not that she had a relationship with a woman. It's that uh, yeah, she effectively was weak. 
I don't think they, she, I don't she, think she they want to play it like that anyway. You know, it's like they yeah. don't want to get into that. Right. I, mean, I think Anissa <laughs> keeps bringing it up, and somebody else told her that too. Uh, right. Well, it's that she has a relationship with anybody, right? I think the goal, yes. the point was you right. were not she supposed was, she to. She fell in love. Right. You're not supposed to fall in love and become right. the head of the League of Assassins, that, basically. That's what I think Rachel Ghoul is saying. I think yes. she no seems to not be to taking it that. as like the. Yeah. No, I think that that's. That's yeah, correct. I totally Speaking, take him, I, although, I that. Yeah. although related to that, when Nissa, so Nissa shows up at the end of this episode right. to basically bail out. Did anyone <laughs> yeah. else get a slightly weird vibe yes. from the conversation did. with Laurel? <laughs> yes. I did, which was unfortunate because I agree that's unfortunate. I mean, nothing, just because yeah, there's nothing to be gained from that. I feel like, and it's well, like it's nothing to be gained from it, but it's also there's nothing that actually gets said that right i feel like it's just a weird romance a a slightly weird delivery and like composition of those scenes that i think could have been done in a different way and would not have given that yeah i'm not sure they knew where they like right it just seems weird going after you know like oh oh you're you're the the person that you love died go after their brother sister yeah Yeah. that's that would not be my move i would probably want to hang out with them sure yeah Yeah. like that Everything that is said, like the script makes sense. The the way it got played, I think, was a little it's, bit It's a little weird. directed weirdly, I think, is yeah. the is the issue yeah. there. But there's Maybe. some yeah. that is a good scene. I really like that um, you know, A, we have these two characters who bond because they both are on the outs with their, their dads. Yeah. Yeah. And B, we also I get I really I really enjoyed that she's like, You're fighting and that was competent. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I get the feeling that's a compliment coming yeah. from you. Yeah. Oh, we skipped uh, yeah. the major action part. Which we is did. We'll come back to it in a second. We'll I sort of yeah. played through that but, thread with um, Nissa and Laurel, and is, I think you know, yeah. Laurel. It's interesting that we've gotten Laurel because this is the uh, earlier in this episode too. Oliver's like, "You still need training," and she's like, "When are you gonna stop telling me that? When you don't need training anymore?" Yeah. <laughs> so we got, and so she's t- she's trained with Ted Grant, and she's trained with Oliver. And now it sounds like she may train with Nissa, which is interesting because she gets sort of the most mixed pedigree in some way of of all the other of well, all the I mean, heroes if, in the show. Assuming she trains with Nissa, in the they'll probably accelerate it, right? So next week she'll be a badass. But um, <laughs> that's uh, you know Nissa can go head to head with Ollie. Yep. So yep. you know, good. That's, she, that's she's good. gonna. Yeah. It's good. It's nice that they've done that gradually. As a, as we, I think we have also discussed in the past. It's nice that they didn't like flip around next week and have her be awesome. She's gotten her you know butt handed to her several times, yeah. and it's nice that they're making a gradual. Like she is really starting from zero, whereas every, all, a lot of the other characters you know have some sort of basis right. in training. Somewhere. Well, okay, so let's talk about the raid on the um, police station warehouse. Or the Not, warehouse. Okay, the, the warehouse first. Um, first of all, it's funny. Ollie just shows up and he's like, "Let's go kick some bad guy ass." Pick a, pick a random it's bad guy. It's literally that. It's literally that. Like, well, also the, I need to take I, this out on somebody. Also, the scene and that Felicity's Roy, like, Roy, they're like, like the most you'd think he'd be more like, hell yeah, we're gonna kick some ass. He's like, uh, Ollie, are you sure? And Ollie's well, like, suit up. I, I like that they uh, they do like, all right, find me something. And Felicity's like, oh, there's a robbery in progress. And I like that yeah. there's a robbery in progress that hasn't started yet. So somehow hasn't they started yet. Yeah. And it just happens to be this guy whose lips are sewn shut. Yeah. But yeah, hand he's the strong silent type. Whatever, good enough. He's the strong silent type. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should fill out an OK Cupid profile with that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, my lips are sun shut. Yeah. But he's like super eloquent writer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really heartfelt. He doesn't say much, but 
Well, I mean, he's got a weird brief backstory that we get into where he's like forced to commit, like confess to a crime he didn't commit or something like that yeah. by the police. Yeah, he's like a real uh, character. Yeah. Well, a real character. I mean, he's, he's a character from the comic well, books. None he's of that a real really, comic book character. I, and I agree yeah. with you guys that here I feel like the 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 plot is a little bit off the rails because this seems like such a ran- it seems like something that could have been an entire season one episode. I really feel that this episode would have been better served if. Um, in the modern day, it was basically a bottle episode with Rochelle Gould and Oliver talking the entire even, time. And, even and in just, the flashbacks, there was a bunch of action. But. Or even if just like in the some of the he talked to, to the other team members and they did something that was not action focused. But I feel like it sure. shoehorns an entire premise yeah. for an episode into like ten minutes. Yeah, I think the yeah I think the action should have been. Stuck and it's, in the, and in it's the flashbacks a little bit, and like, the, and it's weird yeah. because it's like the whole plan is like we're gonna get diamonds and make diamond tipped bullets to go through body which, armor, <laughs> which seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. And then we're gonna go kill all the cops who forced me to confess to the wrong crime. Also, it looks I like they know. kill a lot of people too. Yeah, they kill they a killed whole a mess of cops. And then also, later on, Ollie's like, "Oh, but we did a great job saving a bunch of people." It's like, nah, it didn't really look like that. Yeah. Also. I'm pretty sure you didn't need the diamond tip bullets because the people at the desk <laughs> filling out forms are probably not wearing bulletproof well, they, vests. And also they make armor-piercing rounds that aren't as complicated yeah, that as are getting diamonds, made out of diamonds. putting some on bullets. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. of a weird plot. It's, anyway, yeah. so, in the, so in the warehouse, we get uh, Ollie being competent. Uh, Roy, <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's doing. He shoots the crate. I don't know why you would <laughs> no, shoot the crate. And then he falls off the beam, right? <laughs> Well, and those yeah, guys, he, those guys he still can't hit him. He shoots a bunch of arrows at the two dudes and misses. Like he doesn't hit them. He shoots like three arrows, and like I don't know where yeah. they go. They they miss. Then they start shooting machine guns at him. Uh, I would also they fall miss. off the beam at that point. But he's <laughs> but he's hanging there. Like he's definitely screwed. Um. Then what happens? Yeah, he didn't. Who, who he was not all. Well, I just Laurel. Laurel. Oh, comes. Laurel shows up and beats. Laurel out. shows up yeah. and <sighs> and then almost gets killed. But then Ollie saves her. With like right. I still think she's style. hitting people with the, with the wrong cord. end of the nightstick. <laughs> the bungee cord arrow. Yeah, the, bun- <laughs> oh, the bungee cord arrow. Yeah. That was a cool move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like it, it seemed to do a disservice to Roy, but whatever. I like that he's not. Yeah. Perfect. He's, he, yeah, exactly. He's good, but he's not. Yeah. He's not awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, by which I mean he would kick my ass any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that leads us into, you know, they spend a little time doing, like, detective work, trying to figure out what they're doing, and they sort of come up with the answer pretty quick. Well, it leads us to the Felicity scene. Yes. Well, actually, at first it leads us to Lance, right? Right. Because right, oh, right. he drops, off, he drops yeah. off the, the bad guys that they captured uh, with Lance, and Lance chews him out and basically says i hate you i hate you forever you're not my real dad so this Um, was an interesting speech because i wasn't sure if um my theory is being that lance knows it's oliver i yeah i I think i think he does too and so i wonder why if that's one particular reason that we haven't been given an actual ollie and lance scene in a while right because because he would have to he would not be able to conceal that right like it seems like the next ollie lance scene uh, it's got to be frosty or else there's no or else lance just comes off looking like an idiot right exactly like, yeah like, yeah there's pretty high stakes on that one right like he has to probably i i think he will keep the secret like he's i think right. he's, he's, he's not, not trade, willing but he's, he's not, not willing gonna, to do he's that he's not gonna, gonna go after to go him far. like he did in season one no but at the same time he's uh, not gonna help him 
he's no, he's not yeah. going to be Fenley. Dolly. I just, I just, I find his motivation and being so angry at both uh, um, the Arrow and Laurel just overblown. I mean, well, it's not like they didn't have a, a fairly good reason for not telling him. I mean, I mean the dude child was died, like, right? dude I mean, had a, like a. Yeah, yeah, and he had a he was he had a heart condition. Yeah, but we never we haven't gotten that acknowledged at all in this episode. Like, when's the last time we saw him? You know, yeah, popping pills. Well, and so it feel if you I agree with you. It feels a little weird, but I think the the reason for not telling him was always kind of thin. Honestly, it's yeah, like it he's got a heart condition. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to kill him. It was <laughs> right, a very Aunt right. May. I can't tell Aunt May I'm Spider Man kind of thing. It's like yes. yeah, right. Yeah, because she's so frail. Yeah. It's a, it's a little transparent and a little too ham-fisted for me in terms of just like it, right. it felt like it was there to deliberately lead to this moment right now. Exactly, uh, exactly. And that to me was a little disappointing because I've really enjoyed them working together, but they felt like we need to throw a wrench in this. Right. Which, yeah. in fairness, uh, is kind of addressed because I mean, Oliver was like, "Yeah, that was really dumb. Why didn't I?" Like, I made like an arbitrary choice not to tell him. Yeah. And now that I think about it, that was so it's kind of selfish, right? I think yeah. ultimately he just didn't want to have to go tell him that like his daughter's dead. Well, I mean, Laurel kind of made him too, right? Like, yeah, Laurel. I think yeah. Laurel didn't. It was Laurel's decision, right? She's being overprotective about her father. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, ultimately it's a selfish, selfish decision in that you just don't want to have to tell him. Just tell him, yeah. So well, and I think that was a, it's a really weird scene then because like uh, Laurel comes in and is like, I want to try to make amends. We got to get past this. I'm not going to let you avoid me. And and she's, he's like, Yeah, you'll be. I always love you. You're my daughter, but I don't think I can forgive you. Enter gunman. <laughs> yeah. No, but he was cool with that. I, I like that. Just rewinding a little bit. Um, I think that's the first time we've seen Oliver in costume, kind of emote. He was like literally bummed out. Yes. Like yes. when like when yeah. Lance starts chewing him out, he's like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like he feels like there's like a puppy dog moment there. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I really screwed up. Like I really I do like my favorite bit from that is where he's like, It's Captain actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you know what? I liked I love that um, they call him detective. He calls him detective all the time. It's very Rachel Ghoul slash Batman. Even when he got I like busted, it. Even I also like it that Nissa down, he just kept calling him detective, which yep, I like. I agree. Yeah. I also like it that Nissa comes in and helps. Yep. Oh, in the in the fight. In that fight, yeah. 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 I mean, like she's just she's she's hanging out. She just <laughs> in got Starling off the red City. Eye from <laughs> She's <laughs> hanging out in Starling City, like, well, some, got some bad guys to put down. <laughs> well, one thing I like about Nissa is that uh, I honestly believe nobody's messing with Sarah's family without Nissa kicking some ass. Right. Yeah. Also that. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think this opens the door. Uh, you know, I don't know if she'll be part of Team Arrow, but I think she is basically an ally right some for the time being yeah like when they're yeah I, I i think it'll be like when uh interests align yeah. right yeah as yeah. in and like the and the lance um, like any of the lances get in danger like she's just gonna start stabbing people a lot right the friction and the friction between ross and his children is pretty <laughs> there's a long lineage of that right yeah, we haven't even in the comic heard of in the Talia. comic books. Talia has not come out. I don't, I don't even know if we're going to. I don't think they're going to touch that because it was so covered by the Nolan that films. Yeah, yeah, but that I mean, I don't understand. I mean, Nissa thinks that she should be the heir to the the title Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Uh you'd think Talia would come up in that conversation, right? Yeah, she, I think they is may she the just, older sister. I don't even know. I like, think she's just. I think the point is that she's off, not off limits, but like yeah, she's close. Just, to, she's a big enough part of the Batman world oh, yeah. that I think that touching that would be yeah. problematic, especially with Gotham. 
you know, yeah. who knows if Gotham will go there or not, but I feel like they probably were told not to, not to yeah. do that. I, I'm Use that character. happily surprised that they even got Rashad Gull. Yeah, me too. I yeah, did not yeah. think that would yeah. happen. Right. And that's just that's like the up testament. there with the Joker. Well, yeah, well, to the testament of you know everything I've read from the producers saying that DC has been pretty open with them and hasn't really turned them down on anything that they've asked for. Yeah, and I think they've you know asked for smartly, very you know things that they can do a lot with without getting too much in the way yeah, of yeah, the yeah. other stuff yeah. going on. Right, they're very cognizant yeah. of all that other stuff. going yeah, on. Yeah, I think yeah. they're aware of what DC will let them touch or not, and they. they yeah. They don't push their luck. Yeah, well, it's, they play on the line, right? Like, they yeah. maybe go a little bit. They, it's not like, we want the Joker, and we want him to be killed by Oliver. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. you don't get to do it's, that. Sorry. It's slightly annoying that the D, that DC is d- separate universes for their movies than their television shows. But at the same time, it's like you compare it to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. is definitely like a s- whole collection of C-list <laughs> yeah. heroes and villains. Sure. So yeah. it's that's kind of disappointing, too. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing is... Arrow has basically single-handedly, not even basically, just single-handedly uh, created a DC uh, universe on television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of these spin-off shows. That, would that a good exist. one. That I will I say mean, is on par Even Constantine with, uh, would not exist, and not that it's tied in and yeah. it would, would not exist without Arrow having been a success. I would so, say this yeah. is my favorite version of the DC universe after the DC animated universe which is also kind of a loose amalgam, but there were several shows there in a row, right, that all had, you know, were oh, tied were together. Great. The Batman yeah. and Superman and... Batman and Superman were great. Uh, Young Justice, Justice was also great. I'm actually the in the middle yeah. of watching season two of Young Justice I've only currently. seen I've only seen a bit of that, but it's all been pretty good. It's, you know oh, what? The season two great. of that is is even better than season one. I've, yep. I'm about halfway through, or maybe more than okay. halfway through right now, and it's it's phenomenal. It's the really... Invasion. Yeah, yes, and they it's jumped really ahead good. like five years. And, and honestly... Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, it, yeah, and that like works great because yeah. it's is also a lot darker in season two and a yeah. lot more complex, and all the relationships are a lot more complex. You know, season one felt very episode yeah. of the week, um, right. and it sort of ties together towards the end. There's like a more coherent through line and some stuff that goes through it, but season two is just from the get go like incredibly. You know, it's it's a mythology show. One one episode yeah. to the next is not like let's fight this one this one villain. It's right. mm-hmm. something. There's an ongoing plot throughout the entire second season. So our our friend uh, Rene Ritchie turned me onto that. And yeah, Rene. Like, yeah, he mentioned I was like, too. Oh man, I, I I just almost didn't want to watch it. And as soon as I did, I'm like, uh, you know, Rene is a smart guy. Obviously, <laughs> it's good. Um, apparently, uh, from what he tells me, it got canceled because it didn't sell enough toys. <sighs> That's, That's I've heard that before too. It's so yeah. good. I, I know. Yeah. I would pay money to watch that. Like it is very good. Yeah. So I, but, I like that. I yeah. like the the Justice League series that ran for yeah, a while. Yeah, boost him stuff was like yeah. Awesome. So you know, yeah. it's, and I think Arrow has done a nice job of putting this together, even if there are a bunch of stuff that's not involved in it. And we we have two more shows. It sounds like coming in the fall, uh, the Supergirl right. show and the Team Up show. Um, yeah. And they gave Supergirl some pants. They did. Yeah, well, she needed I'm, pants. She can't. Yeah, she definitely. Like, I mean, like you know, I don't even know if she needs that skirt. Like that skirt's a little bit weird. Yeah. But but whatever. I mean, it looks yeah. like her costume looked good. All right. Um, so um, yeah. yeah. But before before we get too so much off topic, to be totally before we, can we talk about some more about Supergirl's pants? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to ask, looking forward, I mean, is a. I think that from what I've seen, I don't try not to like venture into spoiler territory too much, but I do occasionally see like posts from like Stephen Amell and some of the other crew. And it, it really sounds to me like someone is going to die in the next like four or five episodes. And, yeah. and I want to know. We all, 
Do we all agree who we think it is? I mean, so I have a, I, I, there's an, there's a couple obvious, there's, there's an obvious choice. I'm not sure I buy it or not, but I think he's the obvious choice. Yeah. Which is Quentin. Yeah. Quentin. Yeah. And the the thing that, the thing for me that points to him the most is it's it's similar to what was done in the previous season where the whole very beginning is the trial of, um, Moira. Uh, Moira and and she's got the death penalty. I mean they're trying to give her the death penalty. So the you know, oh my gosh, is she going to get executed by the <laughs> by the state? Um and then that goes away and then oh, look, she actually does get killed. And so it's the same thing now. I mean at least ostensibly seems like it's the same thing now with his heart condition. Oh my gosh, is he going to like keel over any second because he's got such a fragile heart and no, he seems no, like he's okay, he's but then eventually he's going to get shot or something. Well, and so no, I have, a, he's going to be murdered by Vishaku. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shot I have a arrow. wild card in there uh, in terms of who I think is, is might be on the chopping block. And I know it seems unlikely. Are you going to say Diggle? Don't say I'm gonna, Diggle. I'm Diggle's say, invulnerable. No, no I'm going to say Roy. Oh, uh, I think that's completely unlikely. But okay, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I, I, have, I, I have a weird feeling, too. and about it. I want a Roy episode. By the way, he's looking better and better like, all the time. Like yeah. he's not he's he's quit wearing the red hoodies. Uh, yes, he he's not quite all the level of competent as we saw in the warehouse, but he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but we also see he in comes this up episode, with a good idea. He's like, well, uh, Felicity's what is what does Ollie say? Predisposed. Uh, which makes mm-hmm. Dingle go like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Roy's like, well, you know, I've got a couple of contacts from my less reputable days. Yeah. I can go talk to them. And Ollie's like, yeah, good idea. Like, uh, Roy's coming into his own as, which is as right a character. Which is right I, when I you want kill to him. see a Roy-centric <laughs> episode. I really do. I, I would like to as well. I worry a little bit, like, so at the end of this week's episode, one of the things we haven't talked about is that uh, Thea comes, shows up at Roy's apartment. Right. And they uh, they maybe rekindle some of their old romance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that makes me wonder, like, okay, are we putting, are we are we going to put him on the chopping block? Because it's like, oh, something to motivate. And then Thea will become the new Speedy. Um, I realize that's entirely yeah. kind of out of line. And the, the reason I don't think it's him is because I don't think he's played a big enough part in this season. Well, yeah. and I wonder, so and that makes I don't, me, I don't, I don't think, the think stakes it, are high it, enough. To, the stakes yeah. aren't high enough, right? Yeah, and I guess I felt like maybe he was just, and maybe some of the meta stuff where it's like I was thinking like, oh, he doesn't get much to do. Maybe he's dissatisfied and wants to yeah. leave or something like that. I mean, the only other person I think might be is, is Thea, but yeah, I don't think they can kill Thea. So Thea, uh, I mean, I you've, so you've been watching Young Justice, right? Yeah, uh, Thea, I, like the reason that we keep seeing her with like her uh, belly revealing. <laughs> talks is that the the artemis costume is that oh right? yeah yeah see so, so i see that's that as plausible. telegraphing like an eventual uh, costume for her yeah mm-hmm. i think she will join the team eventually because that's all sort of the malcolm training is leading yeah. to that well, i mean she can walk into the cave whenever she wants uh she's badass enough to be handing a sword over to nissa and be like yeah i screwed up take take your vengeance like that she's more ollie than ollie in some ways right like yeah she, no, she's I, just I, straight up. Like, I agree with that. Like she, she'll go to Laurel immediately and be like, "Look, this is what I did. Uh, I screwed up." And she'll go to Nissa and be like, "Look, here's here's the deal." I think that the, uh, as much as I hate to admit, I think that 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 Diggle might be the the other target just because he shut has up. been relied on. I don't want him. Shut I don't up. want him to go. I love him. I love Diggle. You know that. 
My love for him knows no bounds. Uh, I just worry that whenever they start being like, oh, yeah, he's the one person who can keep Ollie grounded. And it's like, oh, man, that is where any, you know, if you're a writer, you're just like, yep, then we just yoink that support away. <laughs> See how unhinged he becomes. But I don't want them to you do know that. What? Seriously, just kill Ollie before you kill people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love Ollie, and I, I love Stephen Mel. He's awesome. But yeah, uh, he is good. Uh, do not kill Diggle. Uh, should we talk? Diggle's should, the best. Should we do a quick uh, a Roy and or sorry Ray and Felicity update? I know we mentioned it very briefly, but they seem to be. Uh, seem I to be want even to closer do an than entire ever. section of the show on this because <laughs> this not. That I'm one to give dating advice. <laughs> and oh, please do. This is this is guys' dating advice section. Yeah, too. Okay. yeah. No, go on. Okay, uh, I am heterosexual, but Ray Palmer, little bit of a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't swing yeah. that way, but if I did, I would have the same reaction. I'm like, yeah, damn. Huh? Come on. Um, Felicity does not care about him. Uh, she cares about him, but uh, it, it, it in this episode especially, it seems that she's more interested in Ollie than Ray. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and we talked a little bit about uh, that scene earlier. But I think it, it's just it's a weirdly uncomfortable scene where like I think she's dating Ray and in love with Ollie. Yeah, and, I think and that's, that's I, agree I with think that. that's the most basic way of putting it. Um, Which I feel bad. I feel a little bad about because like he is like a no a Ray deserves. He's an also Ray awesome. in that sense, right? Like she's basically dating with him, yeah. be- dating him because Ollie, you know, she she she, she, she had some harsh words for Ollie. Yeah, she specifically says, and I love that scene. And and John, you're right. Like Felicity had a lot of great scenes here. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll let you enumerate them. She's but. just, I mean, she's just she's comfortable. She's like confident, and and you know, she's yeah, just dropping dropping truth truth bombs all over him. Yeah, and she <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, she's just completely competent, uh, confident, and competent. Um, yeah, yeah the, she fixes that problem with the thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> the suit. She tells like, first of all, that's a little bit of a weird scene. Like, if I was hanging out with my girlfriend in my own company, and somebody, some dude, just walked up and said, "Hey, can I have a minute talking to her?" I'd be like, "That's a little weird." Like. He, yeah, but they kind of, they kind of, we also have that, like, you know, seem, he knows who he is, right? Because he bought his yeah, company. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I mean, I, I would, tells him I to would, call I would Ray. do Come exactly on. the same as Ray did. I'd be like, okay, cool, I'm out of here. That, that's fine. But it's weird. Um, and then Felicity's clearly um, very comfortable and familiar with Oliver and supportive. Um and it's a little bit awkward. It's awkward. Like, she even mentions, like, yeah, I know it's weird that you just got back from Nanda Parbat and you just saw me and Ray hanging out. So I know you're having a hard time. And Ollie's like, yeah, whatever. It's all cool. And he takes off. <laughs> which is like, Ollie, come on. Ollie's. The reason I like Ollie is he's just such an idiot. <laughs> he's an adorable idiot. So, John, what were your. I think there's like five, maybe four or five, like great Felicity scenes. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's a couple in the in the Arrow Cave, right? I mean, where she's basically just telling him, you know, don't be an idiot. You've done good work here, and stop beating yourself up over it. Um, just well, because- she triggers his. She she 
basically lays out um, what's happened over the previous episodes, right? Like, well, when you were gone, we all had to figure out why we wanted to do this. Uh, Your turn. I I think his (laughs) ultimate rationale is kind of flimsy. I wish they had come up with something a little more uh, convincing, because I don't I don't like his ultimate rationale about like you know in one hand I, I you know I saw some people criticizing it for saying like oh yeah the cops can't do their job so I'm really here to protect the cops <laughs> which is a little weird also it does look like lots of people die in that fight yeah and so it's right. like you didn't do a great job uh, and I understand I think that they you know what they're trying to say is you know he does feel like he does he feels ultimately he feels like he's making some sort of difference right it's like they get they get to the they get to the warehouse before the crime even starts and they get to the police station after half the cops have been killed yeah I, I kind of wish they had like given them a little bit of a bigger win if you know what I mean to make yeah. him feel more like he'd accomplish something um rather than just taking a thug off the street and it didn't necessarily have to be like a big thug or something but like i i felt like i wanted a better a better transition for him to really come to believe in himself well again. i mean the, the reason i was okay with it is that i i just think he's being disingenuous in the beginning Six, uh well in no when he that says like, like, oh Howie? the reason i'm doing this is because i saved cops like i think that's the same kind of uh oh BS that that he was spouting when he went to Nanda Parbat. It it has oh you think it's to, about his ego? It has more to do with him than the, yeah <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I really do. I think Diggle would be like yeah you know what it wasn't about those cops. <laughs> well, I, I think if think anything, it's about it's about Felicity. Yeah, because I think, I think so that too. if you and, and in some ways that would have been I think you could have almost gotten that from those scenes. But it, again, it needed to be yeah, directed a little that. weirdly. I mean, she's with somebody else. And yeah, he doesn't he can't I don't even know if he can admit it to himself like it's. Yeah, I just wanted a little more like you could do that as subtext, but it needs to be a little more intentional. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's just what it is. I mean, I think it was supposed to be what it what it was because it's a you know, ultimate, it's a hero show. It's a you know, it's a superhero show. And yeah, and you have to occasionally re-emphasize that and because right, you're running like around you're running around doing all these other things you know there are all the relationships there's all like all the parent fatherhood angsts and uh you kind of forget easily that what do these guys do again exactly well, they don't have jobs they're okay they're superheroes right and in that way so I prefer, why are they superheroes i prefer the brief interchange he has with lance the second time where Lance is like, what are you waiting for a thank you? And he says, that's not why I do this. Right. And right. I was like, that right. was much better. I just didn't feel like it. Maybe just the explanation of it fell flat. You yeah. know, yeah. I feel like maybe I, they I didn't feel, need yeah, to I think so it could have been. I think it could have been amped up a little bit. I think it could have been handled a little better. But. I th- do you guys feel that that kind of fixed things a little bit with Lance? No. I think he's still No, off. I doubt it because it's, you know. Well, because, I mean, we see a shot. Of, I mean, first of all, he Batmans out of... I don't know. He shoots the he shoots the moon and then flies into nowhere. I don't know how that works. I he's, really his don't arrows have works. really long range. I don't I have no idea how that works. I just want to see the episode where he shoots an arrow and like the like the back flips off the arrow and like a jet engine comes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what happens, but he 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 Batman's out of there. Uh, but then we see a shot of Lance and um, Lance is like, well, that was pretty cool. Well, yeah, right, right. no, but he seems to be not pissed. Like he's not giving him like the oh my god, I, I want to kill this guy. Like he, he's like, eh, well, 
dude doesn't like I, I, it seems like that line landed with lance mm-hmm. yeah uh i don't know we'll okay. see i well, really wanted i man i really you know what as soon as lance and oliver have a scene together i think we're gonna i think they're gonna find out it. what's gonna happen and then lance is gonna get killed yeah i think we're gonna avoid it yeah. though i think it's gonna be i think we're not gonna see that for several weeks if we do see it yeah yeah because we're mean, too as close as, as soon as we do here's the thing uh Rish al Ghul, dressed up as the arrow, is going to murder Lance. Oh. And then the yeah, entire police force, oh, the entire oh. police force is going to come down. Ooh, on. That's a good Dang. prediction. I like that. That's I exactly like that a what's going to um, the, So the final scene of this episode, uh, we see Rish al Ghul dressed up as arrow. Um, he shoots yep. an arrow through the bad guy's neck, which is directly taken from uh, Longbow Hunters. Huh. That exact shot. Uh they oh. at the t- yeah in the comic book at the time they happen to be they've they've captured um, i just read that i just read that again um like two weeks ago yeah well you know when they catch captured, i mean it's a very late 80s over yeah. the top dark comic yeah where it's not everybody's it's, getting murdered and stuff and it's, it's not like, as good as dark knight either no it's not as good but it's definitely in the vein you know mm-hmm. like yeah it's, you know it's right this is yeah, where, but reading like, it again, I, I, I had really, I had really fond memories of it. And reading it again, I was kind of like, huh. okay. I was, I was totally <laughs> not as good same. as I remember. I was totally the same. Yeah, and this is why in the mid nineties everything goes to hell, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> just just following, you're pulling on the wrong threads of like what yeah. was cool about that. Um, but there's a shot where um, uh, Canary's been captured and she's being tortured, and right. Oliver shoots a guy right through the oh, that's right. with an arrow in exactly yep. that way. Yeah, that's how he enters the scene. Well, like, and so yeah. what's weird yeah. about this is that you know it's it's Rachel Gould feeling like okay, I'm gonna you know have I'm gonna murder people, address as the arrow, and really turn people against him. But at the same yeah. time, he's just murdered a bunch of people who were trying to kill cops. You feel like the cops are gonna be like, mm. <laughs> well, this is. I mean, first of all, Rachel Gould, in theory, is all about justice so he's got no problem killing these people no but i meant like the cops you think they're gonna be yeah, really bothered right. by like well those guys killed all our buddies <laughs> no i i think that he i think that he so the the story that he, it's like this is the story that has been written i forget what the exact yeah, phrase yeah. is and um oliver's like wow he really got into my head like everything's happening like he said it was going to happen uh i'm really pretty sure that Rachel ghoul is there to um, make his uh, prognostication come true, right? And yep. I just question his, one of the, the, way one of the that things he goes is about like it. the police. The police will hunt him, yes. And in order to do so, I think he's going to have to kill Lance. That's a good guess. Yep, um, I would not be. Surprised. So we're, we're getting we're getting close to the end here. One other thing I um, wanted to mention. Um, sorry, John. Do you have something else? Well. Uh, the flashback. That's what I was going to say. The other thing yeah. we failed to mention, the flashback, which is mostly Oliver and Akio running around. Um, but at the very end <laughs> running of that around, flashback... Running around Portland. <laughs> yeah, running around Portland, Hong Kong. Um, did, you, did you notice the English signs there? No, I missed it that. It said like Stanley Market with like some Chinese writing under it. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so the one... And then at the end, kind of in a weird out of nowhere, they run up and Oliver runs directly into someone who appears to be Shadow... Yeah. Even though Shadow has been dead for a long time. Yeah, a little bit dead, like shot in the head dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that opens some yeah. questions there because she was murdered by Ivo. Right. In se- mid-season two flashback. So either that was a fake out, 
which I don't think so. Doesn't seem like it. Or, they buried her. Or well, yeah. Or they that did, yeah. he or that uh, she has been brought back in some way, which again might presage something to do with Canary, right? If there is this bringing people back from the dead, if well, that does exist in this universe, or it's someone who looks like her, or a clone, or something or, like yeah. that, <laughs> twin sister. Yeah. So here's here's one thing um, that that bothered me about that um, in. I think season two, the Christmas episode, yeah. is visited by three ghosts. Yeah. And yes. one of the ghosts yes. is Shadow. Right. Uh, right. He knows that she's dead. Doesn't mean that. In, in modern, but in modern time. In current, well, or he's either current he's lying. Starling City time, he, she is supposed to be dead. Well, either he is yeah, lying okay. about that or. So it could be a Sarah thing again where, okay, turns, she's back and then she dies again. Yes, that's what I was okay. going to say. It's either that yeah. or he's lying. Yeah. Well, oh, but well. no, but because this, but this flashback thing was like, himself, triggered then. by some weird poison. Like right. he, he, this was in yeah. his mind, and right. He's only so talking the, to the himself there. Thing, yeah, he's only. It's like yeah. it would be weird. Like I, I, I can't reconcile that with. Well, the thing I find the strangest about this, and again, not knowing where it's going, um, it seemed like her arc was pretty much done. Right. We we did get a mention of her from Slade yeah. the last time we saw him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but it did seem like uh, what else was there left for her? Like, it didn't seem like she had a lot of story left. And so now we're clearly jumping into something that suggests that maybe there's more yeah. to her than we, than we knew. Yeah. Right. And in this, in this disjointed episode, it seemed to like even right. <laughs> create another disjoint. Right. And yeah. the rest it's, of the flashback yeah. is basically unimportant, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it all a, basically well, was leading up to that last few seconds. The kid, which, right. Yeah. Right. Which was it's, funny and cute. Yeah. I like the relationship between Oliver and yeah. Akio. Yeah, I think that they, they make a fun pair, but it is well, a little weird. The, I mean, it also starts sort of sets up like, okay, where is Akio? Right. Yeah. I, well, so um, at the very end, I believe, uh, when Ali goes to tell Matteo that he's not going to take the role of Resh al Ghul, uh, first of all, nice direction, because it's all... It, it focuses from, on their, yeah. their faces, and the background is all just lights. Like, it's basically abstract background. Yeah. It, it, it works well. It's it's nice. Matteo's um, like, uh, you really don't have a choice here. He's he's already written the story. It's not that it's not that this is where the story begins. It's like, no, the story has been written. And, yeah. you know, this is what's going to happen. You, um, and I think Ali says, like, I don't believe in fate. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And and Matsuo's like, it's not fate. It's the will of Rachel Ghoul. And then he walks away. But he, in that conversation, he thanks him for what he meant. And, and he used the past tense, what he meant for... Uh, my sorry, family. Child's, I, yeah. I, I he, said my, he says my family, I think. Does no, he no, say, oh, no, he no, says no, no. He says the boy. He says explicitly. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he, th- he says, thank you for what you've done for my... Fa- I, I will always be grateful for what you've done for my family. And you mean... And what you meant to Akeo. Yeah. Uh, which we don't know yet. So. I mean, we've right. all assumed he's been dead since the moment that we found out that Maseo had joined the League of Assassins and Tatsu and he were no longer together, right? Like, yeah, that yeah, seemed like a plausible. Not. Maybe he's not. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he isn't. Maybe True. he comes back and As know, a teenager. Gives, gives, gives everybody a hug. Who knows? Yeah. You know? yeah. All right. right. Maybe, he's, maybe he's one of the guys in the masks being trained. <laughs> Twist. Well, yeah. we, could, we could definitely discuss this all day. But yeah. I want to give a quick preview for next week, which I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer. Next week, we have Suicidal Tendencies, the return of the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Oh, nice. Also, John Diggle's wedding. 
Oh yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> and apparently, according to the according to the preview, a face off between Oliver and, uh, or I should say, Arrow and the Atom, with Ray Palmer at least having some theory or believing he knows that Oliver Queen is the Arrow. So oh, that's interesting. Well, that's a lot for one episode. Yeah, they they tend to do that. That's good. <laughs> Well, I mean, they took a. This was a weirdly paced one. Yes. So next yes, week looks agreed. like a lot of action with the Suicide yeah, Squad. I have a feeling that they've Adam got a plan, and, and like this one was just like, uh, we need to. We got to get to the like, plan. This, we've got to do this stuff. Yeah, I think and, we're hitting yeah. home stretch over the yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this was right. not a great episode, but it was necessary. They, they crammed yeah. a lot of it's weird stuff in there. It's that a bridge. Made it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way, yes, uh, I've been refreshing our TV podcast feed. For a couple of days now, still no flash flashcast. Oh, and I haven't seen this week's flash, so it was great. Great, I'm was, looking forward to it. Get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> get off your telephone. Like the old school <laughs> telephone. Uh, just go watch it. It's it's great. Um, what I did want to say is, uh, I think the direction, the the directing in uh, Arrow is superior to that of the Flash. John, you've seen this episode. Uh, there's a lot of orbiting camera stuff going on. It's, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Like the camera is just going in circles all the time. It's like, yeah, you know, I guess that's just, true. It runs really fast. It's hard to catch up. Catch it's up. not. No, it's like in conversation scenes. It's, it's like, yeah, just it's just like we got that one. Oh. We have that one trick and we're going to walk around them in yeah, a circle. Yeah, and around and them, I yeah. really yeah. this in like the Dark Knight when uh, Gordon, um, Dent and Batman are on the roof and the camera is just like going around, around and around it's just and around. going around and around and around. It's yeah. like, seriously, don't just don't. It's that is going to date your stuff. Like that is going to date you. Yeah, it's like it's like bullet time in the Matrix. Like ah, oh, that's when we discovered yeah, how to do yeah, it's cameras too, around yeah, right. people. It's just yeah. too much. Um, Arrow does like a lot of subtle camera moves. Like they they pan right a little bit and then left a little bit, and it often has to do with uh, the way the conversation is going. Like who's winning? Which, which is weird because I thought they shared more, a lot of directors, but maybe I'm wrong. I, yeah, maybe, I would have thought so too. Maybe and maybe Arrow, uh, maybe Flash just has like a more uh, liberal policy of like maybe they maybe they only have one thing that goes around in circles yeah well they have a better they have sets that work a little better for that yeah yeah maybe well because star labs i feel like as opposed to the arrow cave which feels very claustrophobic well the the, the specific scene i'm thinking of was in the police station okay in the foyer there which is actually pretty open but yeah it it was a bit much just looking back and forth they do have a lot of similar direct like they have, there are a lot of directors who direct episodes of both yeah maybe and they're very different feeling shows and i i love the flash uh john you had a i i can't even name the tweet but you had a you had a very good tweet uh yeah i it? would i would probably <laughs> marry the flash oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy yeah who see did, that's some yeah i think the that's... guy who most directed the most recent episode of the flash also directed the climb the the episode where oliver dies or uh, get stabbed. So okay, is, yeah, so okay. So I'm not knocking the direction. I'm knocking the. I, I, it was too much. It was just too much. Just in that. Yeah. It, it was like I felt nauseous, and it felt like, <laughs> it, it felt like a gimmick, and you don't need a gimmick. Uh, you've got a lot of great character actors. You got a lot of great action. Just go with it. You know? yeah, anyway, right. that's not our thing to be talking about. Right. 
Right. I'm just going to take all this out. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad that Arrow is back. I'm glad that we're sort of hitting the uh, the home stretch. I really yeah. look forward to next week's episode. And yeah. uh, I just want to thank you guys for being here, as always, to discuss Arrow with me, Mr. Guy English. Thank you. And Mr. John Maltz. Always a pleasure. And we will see. <laughs> it does not sound like it was a pleasure. <laughs> always a chore. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And we I feel will... compelled to do this. <laughs> I have dirt on all of you. Uh, and we'll catch up with all of you next week. Thanks, Dan.